Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's going to be at least a matter of several weeks. I mean, it's unpredictable, but if you look at historically how these things work, it'll likely be anywhere from a few weeks to up to eight weeks or more. At least a couple months of this, probably. Uh, Likely, yeah, yeah. Uh, We'd like to welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show Dr. Dean Blumberg, the Chief of Pediatric Diseases at the University of California, Davis, UC Davis Children's Hospital. Dr. Blumberg, how are you, sir? Good. How are you? Excellent. We're we're uh, grateful that you took a little time to come on today. We have all sorts of questions, but as long as you're the chief of pediatric diseases, uh, do you have any idea? Do epidemiologists have any idea why children, thank God, seem to not be as affected as uh, adults by the coronavirus? Well, we're not a hundred percent sure, but we're familiar with other infections that behave similarly, like hepatitis A or West Nile virus or even mononucleosis. Children seem to be affected very mildly or often asymptomatic with those infections. And it's really older individuals who are hit much harder. Yeah, as a a parent, a couple of young kids, that does lower the crisis level on this thing for me. Right, absolutely. Well, you know, we're also worried about so many things, but it is one less thing to worry about. Sure. Well, listen, I took just enough microbiome to be dangerous, but is it something to do with their immune systems or or their lung function or, or what? Do you have any idea? Yeah, I think it's it's probably both of those. It's probably that their lungs are healthy and their immune systems, either their immune systems are stronger and they're able to fight this off better, or it's also possible that they haven't had um, much um, experience with similar viruses, so their immune systems haven't been primed um, yet, and so they fight off the um, virus differently. Interesting. That is interesting. Yeah, and, and I'm hoping science leaps ahead uh, as they figure these things out. If uh, it's like my kids, it's because they've 
they've got so many other colds and flus currently, there's not room for another one. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, let's talk about uh, vaccines briefly. Uh, I think we've all heard that it will take at least a year to get a vaccine going. Why uh, does it take that long? Well, we don't have any coronavirus vaccines. It's different with influenza. So in 2009, when we had H1N1, we know how to make influenza vaccines, and we could just plug that one into the pipeline. We knew we'd have a vaccine within three to six months. But we don't have a, a pipeline for coronavirus vaccines, um, and so we really have to start from scratch. Is there a particular number that makes sense for these gatherings? Because there are states, counties, cities, whatever has said no people, no no gatherings over a thousand. Some people say no gatherings over five hundred. Some people say no gatherings over two fifty. Does that make sense to you? Because it seems like to me, if you got forty people in a room close together, that's a problem also. Absolutely, yeah. These numbers are arbitrary. Um, you know, the that's kind of what thing, I assumed. Yeah, yeah, but obviously, you know, it just depends on your threshold, and so it depends how worried public officials are and the penetration of the um, virus in the community. So, for example, we know that that California, Washington, and New York are real hot spots right now um, from the testing. Although we don't know other places that are affected in the U.S. because there really hasn't been that much testing. Do we know why the normal flu tends to go away every spring? It has to do with temperature and humidity, and it also has to do with social um, interaction. So as people get outside more, they're less crowded inside. And so we're hoping that coronavirus just naturally dies down as the weather warms up. But we don't know if that's going to happen. And I'll go back again to influenza H1N1 in 2009. Remember, that one started in the spring. And in the summer, we, it really ramped up and we had increased transmission. So we're not 100% sure that coronavirus is going to go away in the summer. And that's not helping. I was rooting for that. And that killed how many yeah. people? The number I saw the number earlier today, it was a ton of people and it didn't get near the attention this is. No, it didn't. But, um, you know, I think that's because we felt we had more control over it because we did expect a vaccine and we, and we have antivirals available for influenza and we mm. don't have anything available for this right now. Dr. Dean Blumberg is the chief pediatric diseases at the UC Davis Children's Hospital, also head of infection control at Shriners Hospital for Children in Northern California. And, and by the way, just as an aside, if you don't support the Shriners Hospitals, I'm talking to the audience here, they do miraculous work. It's really a wonderful organization but um you mentioned that it's possible that the sunlight and humidity will help kill off the virus that study that got so much attention that the virus can live for three days on stainless steel and the rest of it i've heard medical authorities saying look that's in a lab condition in the real world it probably won't last nearly that long what's your take on that you know, the vast majority of transmission occurs via the respiratory route, so coughing and sneezing and mm. being close to somebody who's symptomatic. Yes, the virus can survive on surfaces, but we don't even know at what concentration on the surface that it's going to be infectious. So that plays a very small role. That's that's really interesting because there's so much focus on uh, wiping down door handles and all that sort of stuff, but you're saying... The most likely way I'm going to get it is being in a room where somebody coughs and I breathe it in. Yeah, within six feet of somebody, because those respiratory droplets are pretty big, and so gravity takes over, and then they they end up falling to the ground. I'm happy to stay six feet away from everyone. (laughs) 
These are high times for misanthropes. Uh, yeah, those pictures that you see of um, people like in, in those biohazard suits that are spraying, spraying down outdoor areas, I think that's meant to inspire confidence than, than actually do anything. Interesting. And if that hmm. works, economically speaking, it's probably sure. worth the effort. But uh, so just as an aside, uh, doctor, does it make you insane taking in uh, medical news in the mainstream media? <laughs> Well, I, you know, I, I, I get a lot of news in the mainstream media of the, from the medical things because a lot of things are slow to come out in the medical um, in the medical literature. But still, the halfwits on yeah, cable news. Let's be honest with each other. I, I got to think ninety percent of the stuff you see on TV, for instance, you think that's not right. That's not close to right. That's half right. Well, I don't know. Ninety percent seems like a bit much, but yeah. I'm I mean, in talk radio. We exaggerate everything. <laughs> yeah, speaking of it. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Dean Blumberg is the chief of pediatric diseases at UC Davis Children's Hospital. My final question is, is there something as an expert, like, is there a line that would get crossed where you'd think, uh-oh, this is even bigger than we thought? Is there something like that, or has it already happened? I think it's already happened, and the balance is that we're all susceptible to this virus because nobody's ever had this before. Nobody's ever been exposed to it before, so we could all get it, and that's the scary part. And on the other hand, the vast majority of people who get it are going to have mild disease. So, you know, the the panic is somewhere in between those two. But the point is, and this probably bears repeating for people like ourselves who tend to be a little more skeptical, a little more cynical, not easily frightened. The point is we need to keep the total number of cases low enough that the severe cases don't overwhelm our our ICU units and our, our supply of ventilators, correct? Yeah, absolutely. So you you might have heard of the flattening of the curve. And right. the idea is that we don't want everybody to get sick all at once. We know cases are going to increase in the coming weeks. But if they increase really rapidly, then this could overwhelm the um, health care system. And remember, health care workers are part of the community, too, and they could get um, affected. And if they're affected, then there's even less health care workers to take care of sick people. Wow, well said. Dr. Dean Blumberg, uh, we appreciate your time very much. Excellent job. I hope we can stay in touch. That'd be great. Thank you. Thanks. Well done. Armstrong and Getty. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.